listening to the Mindful Biz Podcast. I'm Alison Morgan, business coach at Relauncher. Madison Rapper is the founder of Tanzi, having launched this business and brand in 2015. Tanzi is a bed slip that keeps bed sheets clean and free from spray tan stains. The innovative slip simply slides into your bed with a built-in pillowcase and fold-over to protect the duvet. Tansy is manufactured from fine quality breathable fabric and is lightweight and easy to wash. In this podcast episode, we talk about Madison's business journey, growing an e-commerce brand and launching in the US market. for joining us here today. How are you? I'm really good. Thank you. Thanks for having me. It's an absolute pleasure. We were just chatting so much and I'm like, right, we've got to stop. We've got to hit record. Everyone can hear us. I know. I know. Yeah. So I was just, as I was just saying, it's my first podcast and I'm super nervous. So yeah, do you know everyone? Everyone, well, everyone says the same thing when they're doing it for the first time. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I'm so nervous, but yeah, just a conversation, and and we were coping with that very well just before. Yeah. <laughs> so what I'd love you to do is just introduce yep. yourself to the listeners. Yeah. Okay. Um. So my name's Maddie. Um. I'm 29 years old, and I was 23 when I started Tansy. Um, I'm from Melbourne and previously before Tansy, I had no business experience, just very driven and just have a lot of belief in myself. So just when I had the idea, I just went for it. Wow. So when, when you had the idea, were you working for someone else at the time? Um, so I was working, my family have owned gyms uh, throughout my childhood um, and I was working with my parents at their gym. But when I say working, <laughs> I was really just like on the computer the whole time, like brainstorming, making Pinterest boards and like just very distracted. Like I knew that there was something more that I needed to do. <laughs> um, I thought you were going to say in, when you say working, you actually meant working out. But no, you were you were. I, I, I did do that too. <laughs> but yeah, no, my parents were super supportive, so. Wow. So, so Tansy's been going for quite a few years. How about we explain yeah. what this product is to everyone? Yeah, so it's uh, we're in our sixth year now. We just had our sixth birthday in February. Um, so we launched in 2015 um, and it kind of just, it was an idea that came to me out of a problem that I was having. I had major anxiety about keeping my room clean and especially my bed. So in my teens, I would always fake tan. I used to use the old Latan in a can. (laughs) Um, And then I'd go to bed and then in the morning I'd have like destroyed my bed sheets. They'd be brown and dirty and I would always because I was obsessed with keeping my room and bed tidy change my bed sheets the next morning so it just became this like tedious routine that I would do every single week Mm. um some weeks I'd even have like my girl 
friends stay over like if we went we're going out or something and like so I'd have double beds staying to oh fake tan yeah. um, but in you know like you'd have friends over who didn't fake tan and you'd have like your dirty sheets showing and you'd have to quickly run over and like cover it with your duda covers so they didn't yeah. see and think you were like completely gross <laughs> um but yes it was just born over my own frustration of doing that and it was just one Friday night I had just fake tanned and I'd inconveniently changed my bed sheets prior so on a different day than I usually had and um, I was like oh my god now I'm gonna have to hop into bed and ruin my bed sheets and change them again the next day and I literally just said out of frustration to my mum why is this a thing and why is there not something that you can just put in your bed sleep in it take it out and wash it in the morning Mm. and your sheets be clean and I just it kind of clicked something in my head that night I I feel like I developed pretty much the whole business concept that night like I didn't sleep a wink I just kept thinking about it I'm like why is there nothing like this I'm like why are we putting up with this it's such a like it's such a you know annoying problem that is quite easy easy to fix and um so yeah I I even came up with the name that night like it was really bizarre like it was just weird how it just came to me like it just hit me like a brick it was like that light bulb moment you hear about yeah um then the next morning I literally like jumped out of bed super motivated but super tired from not sleeping and I told my mum about it and she's amazing she's always been my biggest supporter and she was like all right, let's make a prototype. So we whipped out her sewing machine and like we got sewing and we created the first prototype for Tansy and then it all sort of developed from there. Okay, so for the listeners that have no idea what Tansy is, it's basically like a sleeping bag. That's the best way to describe it. Yeah, so it's um, basically a sleeping slip that you put into your bed. It's got a a built-in pillowcase. Um, It's made from our signature microfiber art silk fabric, which is a vegan-friendly silk. Um, and it's also got a flap that you fold over your quilt to put, so you can put your arms out and yeah, sort of not worry about ruining your duvet. Yeah. All right. So that comes in three different colorways, being like a dark color, a rose gold, and yeah. a silver. And then yes. you've also got, just talk us through the fairy dust. Yeah. So we've also launched since that our fairy dust, which is a self tan drying powder. Um, For a long time, we saw that people were putting talcum powder on their tan um, or, you know, trying to stand in front of a a fan to dry it or, you know, a hairdryer. And again, I was like, why is there not something that we can do to fix this? So that's kind of where that product was born. Um, And it's, yeah, basically just a self-tan drying powder that you can dust all over or just in the problem areas that might get sweaty or sort of rub like under your arms or um you know uh your feet or that kind of thing um yeah and it just helps your tan dry and helps you to get dressed and also helps to prevent additional transfer so good all right so then yeah. you, launch, you came out with the prototype you know fast forward you launched yeah did you find that you needed to educate the consumer on this or was it just instant they just got it yeah so when I launched, there was nothing like it on the market. So it was a brand new product and I was like, I was quite terrified to launch because launching a product that's not out there, I was like, are people going to like this? Does anyone else really care this much or is this just something that I need? Yeah. Um, so I was really nervous. I actually 
put off launching it for probably at one to two years. Um, and it was only after a trip to the US that I took that I was like, okay, look, people in the US are kind of a lot more open and I felt really quite inspired. And so I came back and I'm like, I'm just going to go for it. Mm. Um, and yeah, and I went for it. And when we launched, um, initially for the first couple of weeks, it was like people were kind of reacting like, oh, my God, like this is, this is genius. Like, you know, why is there nothing out there like this? Yeah. But we didn't kind of take off until a couple of weeks when we, ha- we suddenly started having influencers post. We started having, and this was all organic, so it all, all just took off kind of like naturally. And then we had media posting, we had celebrities posting. It was a whirlwind. So it just, within a few months after the first few weeks, it really went quite viral. Um, and then it continued from there. Yeah. Did um, you reach out to the influencers or how did that start? So we just had, we had most of them either commenting on our Instagram or messaging us, asking for them. As it was such a, a, a new product that no one sort of had thought of and yes. was not out there, they were like, oh, my God, I need this. So we had people reaching out to us. Then we sort of collaborate with them, make sure yeah. they actually liked the product. If they did, we'd look at expanding the relationship and building from there. But most of it was really organic. Yeah. Oh, my God, this is so, this is really, really interesting. Then fast forward to literally last weekend, you launched in the US. So let's talk through that. We did. Yeah. So the US, obviously, because as I mentioned before, it was what inspired me to go for it. I was really excited about launching there. So it had been a big goal of mine. And we'd only launched about two weeks ago. And then over the weekend, we had a collaboration with LA's biggest spray tan artist. She spray tan J-Lo for the, for the Super Bowl. Sorry, she's huge. And we actually got to feature in major celebrities' Instagrams and get in the hands of Kim Kardashian, Khloe Kardashian, Chris Kardashian, Chrissy Teigen, Patrick Starr, like all these major celebrities all in 24 hours. So did they actually post about the product in their stories or how did all that happen? So a few years ago, I developed a relationship with a spray tan artist from LA. At the time, she wasn't major. I think she had a few influencer clients, but she was quite small and she was running uh, spray tan classes in LA and she reached out and asked if she could have some products to give out to some of her students. And I kind of developed a relationship with her and started chatting. I was like, yeah, no worries. So we, so we gave them to her. We kind of kept in touch. And then a few years later, she reaches out again and tells us that she's about to launch her own tanning brand and that she'd love to involve us in the PR send out. And now I have a look at her profile and she's now massive. She's the biggest spray tan artist in LA. She spray tanned JLo for the Super Bowl. She's huge and so obviously this was a a hugely exciting opportunity for us and so we took her up on it and we were included in her PR kits for her new brand and she sent them out and she actually personally delivered them because she's quite close to all these celebrities and yeah it just yeah it really took off and it was really exciting. Wow so did any of these celebrities post about your product? 
Yeah, so uh, most of them. So when they opened the PR kits, I think a quote from Chloe was, wow, this is such a good idea when she held up our product. It's actually the kind of product that you'd expect Chloe to produce. Chloe? Oh, gosh. Yeah, I don't know, maybe. (laughs) Amazing. So did you, so obviously then you saw instant sales. Yeah, so we had a lot of buzz over social media and our website and our new, we've got a new US website, obviously, to service that market. So, yeah, it was really exciting and really paid off. Yeah, so do you have a warehouse over there as well, do you? Yes, so we're warehoused over in Dallas just so that we can service, it's kind of central, so we can service uh, all around the states. Wow. So just, I mean, I know it's so new, but have you noticed now that you, you've, you're quite busy now because it's almost like you've got two businesses with these two different markets? Yeah, it really is. Yeah, so we're, we're very busy and it's almost like I've got two jobs now. Yeah, um, but, no, it's really exciting and we've got um, plans to launch in multiple other countries too, so I'm just positive it's going to get even busier, but I'm really excited about it. Wow. So, all right. So with every business, there's hurdles, there's challenges, there's moments where you absolutely want to pull out your hair. Tell us about one of those times that you've experienced that feeling. Uh, I think at times uh, throughout the early days when I was just learning and I would come across people maybe that didn't have the best intentions because they saw that I was new, I was in a vulnerable position and they may have tried to take advantage of that. So I did come across some not so honest people and at those times it really made me lose my faith in both the business world and almost humanity. Um, But since then I've really come across some amazing people and I've really learned to sort of see through that. Mm. But, yeah, that, that created a lot of challenges for me and and was very difficult to kind of come out of because it really almost made me doubt myself and make me doubt if I was cut out for such a cutthroat industry when I was going to be exposed to that sort of thing. Yeah. God, business is tough, isn't it? <laughs> it's so tough. I mean, it's so rewarding and amazing, but it it is not all sunshine and rainbows. It's no, definitely not. tough. Yeah, 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 absolutely. How do you juggle your time? So I am not very good at juggling my time. I am pretty much working 24-7 even when I'm in bed, even when I'm supposed to be sleeping. Really? Um, it's, still actually, it's still a work in progress for me. Yeah. I, I have to learn to sort of separate my life from Tansy as it's kind of merged into one. Mm. So it's still a work in progress. Yeah, it is difficult. I find I've got two teenage boys and I actually find they're so, like having them is so good because like I'm forced to stop. Otherwise I think I would just yeah. do it all the time. I'm so passionate about what I do. I love it and there's no yeah. time. So I could easily just work all day and night. But oh, it's so easy to do. And oh, even, so easy. Even when you don't realise. Yeah. Like, even if you're at like a, a hairdressing appointment and you're supposed to be taking a few hours off. So true. And you're just like working from your phone. But I think I took the first full day off work the other weekend actually when it was one of my best friend's weddings and it just felt so weird to not be working for a full day. Yeah, you should try to do that more often because it, it also I really need to. back 
like gives you back ideas, headspace. Oh, totally. Difference. But, yeah, I, I think that, like, in your situation, I can absolutely empathise with, with being yeah. in that scenario. No, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, look, you, a lot of your, your growth has been attributed to social media. Is that correct? Yes, definitely. Yeah. So, and obviously social media has changed a lot. You know, every year it changes and it gets harder and harder and harder. Kind of yeah. like putting the Kardashians aside and those really lucky wins, how social yeah. media been for you over the past year? Like, have you found it more difficult or, you know, what's been yeah. your experience from it? I think over the years, as you said, social media itself has become a lot more difficult. When I first launched Tansy, algorithms weren't really a thing. Mm. So like Instagram algorithms and that sort of thing. So you'd get a a lot more exposure from say an influencer picking up your product and talking about it. It was also a lot less competition. A lot. Yeah. There was also a lot less competition. So, you know, if you did Facebook ads, you wouldn't be having to bid as hard for, your exposure so I think over the years it's it's definitely become a lot more competitive a lot more saturated but I do think there's ways around that as well so so are you running like a continuous advertising campaign yeah so we want we run full digital advertising we also have PR yeah and we also have our community that we try and work with as well yeah yeah. Is Facebook big for you? Like, do you still run Facebook ads or that's the thing of the past for you? No, yeah, we definitely run Facebook ads. Yeah. Uh, I think there's so much opportunity in Facebook ads, Google ads. All digital advertising is really, it's amazing. And so we're, we're just kicking off with that in the US as well, which I'm really excited about. Wow. So in terms of the company, it's obviously you and you've got a team over yeah. in the US. You've got a team in Melbourne as well, is that right? Yeah, so the way that I've sort of structured the business, it's all very virtual. So I've got staff in Sydney, I've got staff in Bali at the moment, we've got PR in Australia, PR in the UK and the US. So it's all very spread out all over the all over the world really. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. When you first launched the business, did you have any inkling that this is kind of where you'd be at this point? I had absolutely no idea. So, as I said, I was really quite nervous and scared and I didn't know if anyone would even like it. Like I didn't, I thought maybe it was just something I would want and I was just weird. (laughs) But yeah, looking back then, I ordered my first lot of stock and I just said, if no one likes it, if it doesn't sell, I'll just take it to a market and I'll just sell it for cost price. And yeah, (laughs) little did I know six years later. So incredible. Has it been hard to to stick with a small um, product line in six years? Yeah, so I have found that quite challenging, which is why we're we're now starting to expand into other products. It was also a little bit of a waste in a way because we had such a, a big community and such a big customer base, but we only had one product to offer them. So... One I of think my that's goals. A good thing, though, like if I was business coaching you, I'll, that's the strategy I would have told you to take: is like start yeah. with, with a, a, a variation of one product. Because where, where yeah. I see a lot of people kind of get lost is they they launch with way too many products. Plus, they're trying to get um, 
brand awareness and it's just too much. No, Whereas if you I, just, I, I do agree with that. Yeah. I think I think that also the benefit of doing that was that we really became known for mm. this product. Yeah. If you ask sort of, you know, five people that spray tan or fake tan, at least one of them is going to know what a tansy is. Yeah. And I think that word of mouth was huge in that way. But mm. after a few years of just having one product, it did become an issue because we didn't have more offerings to offer our existing customer base. Our return customer rate was quite low because of that. Mm-hmm. And we, we didn't have sort of bundles or upsells or anything like that. Yeah. So obviously, you know, over the years, that's become a focus. And especially this year, we're looking at developing a lot more products, which yeah. I'm super excited yeah. about. Yeah, look, what I what I generally hear from people as well is like them as business owners, they get so sick of like promoting and talking about the same product. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Six years and like the customers aren't with you the whole time, but you are, and it's like, oh my god, yeah, I want something exciting to talk about because you've been going on, but you've you've absolutely done the right strategy without a doubt. Yeah, 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 and and I think too, it it was good in the first few years to do that because we were able to focus a lot of our energy and resources. On this one product and really get it off the ground and get it right. Mm. But after a while, it does become a bit repetitive for both you in house and your consumers. Yeah. Have you ever or ever thought about doing like a collaborative product with an influencer at all? Yeah, definitely. It's something we're looking at at the moment, actually, which right. is very exciting, but I can't yeah. talk too much about that. But right. yeah, def- definitely something we're looking at at the moment. Yeah, yeah. Super interesting. Oh my gosh. All right. So do you have any tips? There's a lot of people that are venturing into the e-commerce world and they become yeah. really frustrated because Instagram's so much harder than it used to be. Yeah. What are your tips for these people? So people that have already launched their business, I'd say really focus on user-generated content and your customers because that's the most honest, the most genuine and the most affordable because it's people that really love your product and they're dead poking, posting simply because of that because they do love your product. So I find that that's a really good avenue to take but also micro-influencers Again, there's a little bit more trust there with the consumers these days because I think, and back to what we were saying before about how social media has changed, I also think the consumer has become a bit more savvy to influencer marketing and I'm kind of sick of seeing, you know, product posts sort of shoved down their throat. Mm. And I think these days influencer marketing has become sort of more what the consumers are, are trusting and I find we have a lot of success with that as well. Mm, yeah, absolutely. All right. So, Mads, where can everyone find Tansy? So, for our Australian customers, you can find us at tansy.com.au and our US ones were at tansybeauty.com. And Tansy is spelled T-A-N-Z-E-E. Yes. Or you can just go to our Instagram, which has all our links, which is Tansy Beauty beautiful. Mads, thank you so much for joining us here. What a winner you've created. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much for having me. <laughs>